Hello, hello. Hey up, what's up, what's good? Que cosa sucede? Ni hao, privyet. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, intellectual, and artistic people in the world. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. We have a great episode for you today with a fantastic guest. British artist Emily Stokes joins the show. Emily is a popular animal and wildlife artist who contributes 10% of her profit to conservation charities. Emily describes herself as a self-taught artist who enjoys working in various forms of pastel and graphite to create hand-drawn portraits that capture the character and emotion behind the eyes of the subject. Emily's remarkable work includes animals in the wildlife, but also has created amazing photos of pets. Emily's always had a passion for wildlife, and her travels throughout Australia, New Zealand, and Asia prompted her inspiration to capture creatures on the canvas. Emily loved art growing up, but as she became older, she struggled to finish the art that she created. Now, during the start of the pandemic in March 2020, the United Kingdom was thrown in a national lockdown, and Emily decided it was time to pick up her pencils once again and try to revive her passion for drawing. Within her first week, she had accomplished three finished projects, and since then, she hasn't been able to put her tools down. Emily finds great satisfaction in producing hand-drawn realism, and she enjoys focusing her attention on every single detail. On today's episode, Emily chats about what it was in the pandemic that inspired her to take up art again, and Emily also goes on to describe how mentally she had a change in her life and was now able to finish projects, which was something she struggled with in previous years. Really enjoyed my conversation with Emily. I learned a lot about art and also just loved her charming personality. One story you'll get a kick out of is when someone first asked her for a commission and she was a little shocked that someone was actually willing to pay for her art. She's incredibly modest, but that was a key point in her transition of being a professional artist. It's a wonderful conversation coming up. Thrilled for everyone to meet her. So let's go ahead and bring on British artist and Disney lover, Emily Stokes, and let's learn. During the pandemic, you recently dove back into art. So what was it about that time in your life that inspired you to pursue art? Yeah, well, um, I'm a massive overthinker and I have to keep busy. Like I am definitely one of those people that just has to be busy all the time. Otherwise, my mind wanders. <laughs> and um, I like to, um, yourself, like yourself, I like to travel and I'm quite spontaneous. I like just to be able to leave the house and go to different places. And I felt um, during lockdown um I, I was put on furlough and um i had my little four-year-old daughter from um, uh, full time having to homeschool her and i felt quite trapped and it was a bit of a daunting time um and i just needed to find something for me i think just to be able to for me to focus on and to um yeah so art was definitely that for me so i just picked up my pencils for the first time about 10 years and um, I just, I've never finished anything. I'm always, <laughs> I always just like keep procrastinating and go on, on to like one thing to another. And I was determined to finish something. So I knew it had to be something I really enjoyed doing. Um, and yeah, the first time I picked it up, I spent five hours drawing a wolf actually. <laughs> and I just enjoyed it and I loved it. And I just, and since then, I just haven't put my pencils down. It just really, really helps me calm down and just, you know just uh, brings me back to, I don't know, a bit of a tranquil place, I guess. That's really cool to hear. It seems like it was such a valuable time for, for many, but especially you repicking this hobby up. What were your earliest experiences growing up with art? Um, so I used to really love Disney when I was young. I used to like watch all, all the old classics mainly. I'm not so good with the new ones, but the old ones I was so like really, 
into so little mermaid like cinderella and i had all like the old cassette like video cases um and showing my age here <laughs> and um i used to um copy the pictures off the cases mm -hmm. like constantly just over and over again until i get them per as well as perfect as i could back then and that started at about the age six seven um and then yeah i just like i used to do them for birthday cards um draw just draw it was never the uh princesses or anything it was always the animals so it was always like the mice from cinderella or founder and sebastian from the little mermaid it was always like the animals i loved to do um and also my uh cousin she's really like really clever with writing she used to write little stories when we were young and i used to um, illustrate them and we were like best best friends so we used to just do that all the time yeah i just i've always enjoyed it always loved it since Very i was little cool. <laughs> i love the diversity in your work thus far which is the one that you're most proud of and also what's the most common request that you get from people yeah um i think because pastel's so new to me i never did it before um i've always drawn with pencils well when i was younger and so i think that the big cats i've recently done have kind of shown how much further i can go with getting texture and fur and stuff like that so i was very proud of, of them so far and i think because I, I don't really enjoy drawing people as much i've always just focused on like animals like dogs and cats and wildlife but i drew one of my granddad and it was quite a blurry a blurry picture that i i drew from and i think i mean it it really yeah i think i got that one quite quite well i can really see his character in there my brothers have had prints from it and they they, they love it so that's probably another one that i'm proud of yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely you mentioned that you would always start projects and not finish so how has that changed over time what was it that pushed you to finish these projects because here you are you know a year ago in pandemic quarantine yeah. starting you sit down to, to draw for five hours and then all of a sudden you start you want to finish things you want to finish these projects what yeah. was it what do you think mentally <laughs> psychologically it was that that changed uh, i think well it really affects every every part of my life the fact that my like, it feels like my mind just won't let me concentrate for too long like it's just i get distracted so easily um i can't watch a film sometimes all the way through because my mind's just like oh what about this or what about that <laughs> and after i wander off and do something else or i start cleaning something i'll move on to something else so it was really it really taught me how to kind of yeah like you said finish so to be able to start something from finish to end and actually complete something was such a huge achievement for me and it probably seems so small to other people but to me it was just like wow if i can do this then i can i can apply this to anything if i really try you know like, so it's kind of helped a lot in that way um i found myself like actually yeah, finishing things like other things that i wouldn't necessarily have done before um but it's definitely, yeah, I think it is a mindset. It's definitely a mindset thing that you just yeah. need to kind of work on. It's just. Well, to take it even battle. one step further, one step further on that, you've got the mindset now that you want to finish, but there's not a black and white time of stopping and starting an art project. It could. Oh, no, no. It could <laughs> yeah. actually go on indefinitely. So how do you know when it is finished, when it's complete? Uh, I don't know, you know. I think I just know. I just, I just kind of sometimes i don't know sometimes you feel like it, it could never be finished so you just have to you have to just say to yourself right that's enough now <laughs> like that's that's just done to the best of my ability and i think um yeah with art like i definitely always find that i always think it's not as good as like it could be and you're always wondering whether you could do more but i think that yeah i think 
I think that's just always self-doubt isn't it a lot of people have that whereas I don't know yeah I think you can just tell you can't really do much more you can't overwork art either it can it can go the other other way so if you carry on doing more and more then it will just end up probably being worse <laughs> than it was you know it's one thing finishing it for yourself but then how do you know it's good enough to be put out for consumption because that's got to be a daunting yeah. process mentally it is it's very scary definitely um it's the feedback i think i've had off of the people that's definitely given me the confidence to believe that my art's probably good enough to show you know on social media and, and i've been having so much like positive feedback from that um I, I definitely struggled with confidence, still do. <laughs> it's just one of those things. But I think, um, and believing that your work's good enough. But I think, I don't know, I think it just speaks for itself when people are, you know, commenting and you get all these positive reactions and <clears throat> you, you just have to start believing them, don't you? <laughs> yeah, like otherwise there's no point. You just have to start believing that your work's good enough. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why did you decide to donate some of your profits to charities and then which charities are important to you? So conservation charities mainly. Um, uh, like I've got an ex example, to be honest. Like I, I was fortunate to go to Antigua when I was about 14, 15 years old, and I went snorkeling there with my dad, and um, it was just beautiful, absolutely amazing. And, and we went to uh, the Great Barrier Reef uh, four years before, and it was just pristine, it was just beautiful. And then I went back 15 years later to both these places, and, um, and the change that you see, like it's just so devastating and I don't know I think like I mean my dad didn't even really want to snorkel anymore because it was upsetting him so much in Antigua because it like there's so much had changed you know the reef had been dying for a while and I think when you see such drastic change with your own eyes it really opens it like really opens your eyes to realize that something needs to be done and if I can help in any way like I will definitely do that and I think donating to these um, charities will help in some small way just to help preserve what we have left really um and it's so important it's just so so important where do you find inspiration from especially when drawing animals i know sometimes people submit their pets but when you're drawing one on your own are there certain shows you look for or photography or what, what is it that you get your ideas from <clears throat> yeah i follow quite a lot of photographers on instagram um and i found a lot through that through that um i've always i can just i see a picture pop up and i'm like oh i really want to draw that like i can just feel it i i think if you you have to be inspired by it otherwise you won't do it the best of your ability or, or like i said you won't finish <laughs> so you need to be um it needs to be something you really want i think to draw and um yeah there's so many fantastic photographers um and you can just they've just you can just picture, I don't know, you can just picture it in your mind. Like You know it would look good, you know, in somebody's living room wall. Or <laughs> you just think, oh, wow, that would be, that'd be amazing to portray. And, and some of these beautiful animals, especially the, like, you know, the Black Panther, um, the Black Leopard that I drew recently, like, they're critically endangered. And, and they're just such beautiful animals. And I just thought, I don't know, I just really wanted to try and capture that on, onto the paper, really. It's yeah. I think you just feel it. Um, you just you just know when it's the one that you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I think you just feel it. I think you're right. How about just on your own? You mentioned about having confidence and putting stuff out. How's your confidence changed as an artist from today compared to a year ago? Because I know that not only you're probably more satisfied of yourself being an artist, but I also know you've gotten a lot better probably because of just a day in day out of working. So how's your confidence changed just on that aspect? 
so much like drastically um i mean at first um somebody approached me for my first commission and i was like are you sure <laughs> you really want me to draw your hair <laughs> and then i um i drew that and i was like and she was so happy with it and then you just you just get better like you, i feel like you just get better the more you practice yeah. um and i feel like all of the ones i produced this year are better than last year's so hopefully it continues going in that direction but it's only been what 11 10 11 months that i've been drawing for so um i've got a lot to learn i mean i haven't even experienced like experimented really in many mediums or anything yet um i'd like to try oil paints and stuff but yeah i haven't got that far yet <laughs> which of your work has received the most positive feedback um at the very beginning, uh, the first one I drew that every uh, quite a lot of people wanted one off uh, was an elephant. I did a sketch of an elephant in, just in graphite pencil. Um, elephants seem to be so popular um, with people, and and they're beautiful, aren't they? They're just a magnificent like creatures, and I think that that was definitely quite popular back then. But now, yeah, it's my it was my cats. I think I think. Um, the lion, I did the lions, and I think because of the, comp like the composition of the two lions, it's quite a lovely moment that, some, that the um, photographers captured. And I think you can, hopefully you can see that <laughs> on the picture that I've, that I've drawn. So yeah, I think that's had the best, best feedback. And from people I don't know as well, not just friends and family, that's when you know that, you know, I feel like people appreciate it. It's when people don't even know, know you at all and they're still approaching you. It's, it's really nice. It's it's good. <laughs> you mentioned pencil. You mentioned graphite. What's your favorite medium to use? Uh, I think pastel at the moment is definitely my favorite. Um, I think because of the I like doing I like drawing in color, and I think you can get more depth at the moment with with pastels. Um, I've practiced the most with them. I think you like yeah. I think that's probably my favorite. But I do love charcoal as well. I really I really enjoy the drastic um you can get it so dark with charcoal and, and you can i don't know i just think it looks really lovely on a, yeah. a big piece or something i haven't really done many of them yet which i'm hoping to do soon so it's been an incredible and valuable year especially for you personally what do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned from the last year it doesn't even have to be art related oh i think <laughs> just getting through each day <laughs> with Marlo the homeschooling was a was a, was a, a reward you know but uh, I think I don't know I think um I think that it, even though things seem pretty bleak and dark at times like being made redundant um and uh, my partner hurt himself so he couldn't work very well like very much so we were having quite tough times but there was a light that came from that because I started drawing and then I started making like money from that which meant that we weren't you know in such a bad position which we might have been if, if that hadn't happened so I think if you try and be more like just try and look on the positive side it, it just the more positive you are the more positive things come into your you know like come into your like life I guess so yeah. I think that's definitely a massive lesson and sticking together as well supporting each other friends you know, we've had WhatsApp groups created, people I haven't spoke to in a long time that we've become a lot closer through this. Um, checking on people is so important, I think, because um, mental health has been such a massive, it's been such a massive impact on that through this pandemic. And you can see that all over the world, but you can just see it personally, you can see it just through social media. And I think um, it's definitely, 
I think it's definitely pulled a lot of people together, which is a really nice lesson to learn. Definitely. How can people follow along? How can they view more of your work or possibly order some work? How can they stay up to date with your career? Yeah, so I've got uh, my main uh, social media page is my Instagram at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's they could follow me on Instagram. That would be wonderful. <laughs> or I've got a uh, website that have recently uh, been updated. So that's it's still kind of work in progress. So that's some, you can order portraits like pet portraits, which is the most popular that you, you asked me earlier. That's probably the most popular that people people um, definitely dogs dog portraits is what I do the most of 100%. But yeah, they could um, look at my Instagram or follow. Yeah, follow my Instagram or look at my website. Um, that would probably be the best way to find me at the moment. I do have one last question. It could be, yeah. could be a very difficult one for you, but I don't want you to think, overly think about it. You mentioned growing up loving Disney and, and copying the sketches of the, the VHS tapes. So, that being said, the best Disney animated film of all time is what? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, The Little Mermaid. I loved it. I've always loved it. And the music. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate. I thought you might ham and haw and go back and forth of one. You went. You knew right away. No, I love it. I love um, Sebastian's um, reggae music songs, and <laughs> I think it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, with the one. Lion King or the original Robin Hood. That that one was. That's oh, a, yeah. that one's so good. I haven't watched that in ages. I might have to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we chat again. But thank you for today. Yeah, definitely. Okay, bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Emily. Be sure to follow her on Instagram, ejstokesart, and her website is ejstokes.co.uk. Be sure to check out her remarkable work. She's immensely creative, has completed some amazing projects. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person is a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento.